Okay, it's so better. Let, let, let's pray. Yeah. Father, thank you for this time, Lord. We welcome your Holy Spirit. Please teach us today. Guide us. And I pray today, let your word be powerful and let it change our lives. And Holy Spirit, teach us today. And we come against all the works of the devil or any distractions or anything else, all wrong ideologies or anything. We bind it, we come against it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, uh, I'll try not to speak too much because it's a little hard to hear. So, um, okay. So, my subject is this one John 10 10. The thief. Oh, yeah. Mm. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's amplified version. Steal, kill, and destroy. Okay, so what this is Jesus talking, and so what he's saying here is this is what he's saying Satan, he will not come to you in that form, but no matter what form he comes to you, you know, through maybe he comes to you through your friends, through drugs. Alcohol, greed, girlfriends, boyfriends, internet, or anything. If the devil is behind it, it will always end up in stealing, killing, and destruction. Satan says, "He banglim dong pai ngor he, bangbang to pai yam chen na lom dat tung to nong pai tua. Kam thay ngui thay na tung to na he zong zatob na sada te he zong. Greed ya, pai ham na he zong. Ah, yes, if." Girlfriend, boyfriend, you come to internet, phone, 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 so, see, if the devil is behind it, it's always bad. But if Jesus is behind it, if it's Jesus, maybe Jesus will come to you through prayers, reading the Bible, fellowship, crusades, preachers, teaching. If Jesus is behind it, Pastor. Uh, if, if it's Jesus behind it, he always wants to end in abundant life. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. 
ไฮเนซาวจังซองเมียร์ไฮกิจินเอเดฮาอนุงะดวายนาฮองไปเลเซฮองทัตตาฮองซุเซตาโนซุเซฮะนันดุนตานาอะจิดัมนาฮองมู
if he has given us abundant life why are more most christians not enjoying abundant life that's my question he came to give us abundant life that means he has already given you and me abundant life but why are so many not enjoying this not seeing this in their lives Ah, this is the reason all right now i'm going to tell you the reason you know abundant life means we are washing his blood you know we are healed by his stripes we are free we are rich in his poverty we have joy peace all those things why don't we have this this is my sermon today now let me ask you, what we have to know why God created you and me? What is a chair for? To sit, right? And what is a bed for? To sleep. The chair is not for sleeping, especially during sermons. Amen. Ah, <laughs> A bed is to sleep on. And all, all right. And what is the phone for? Phone to him. To talk, right? There is always a reason that the Creator made something. There's always a purpose. Alright, so just like that, why did God create you and me? Yes, a chair is to sit on, a bed is to sleep on, and you and me, we were created for this one thing. Mm. This one, to have relationship with him. Amen. Amen. To have relationship with him. All right? So if this lectern is to be put here, but, and this, this thing is created to put here, to be put here, but if you put it in the bathroom, in the toilet, it's out of place, you know? Like that. So let's all do this action, okay? Now we're going to do this simple action. Just put out your right hand, please, and say, Patsian, God, yeah. Ah, God made you and me in his image, left hand. God and man. Patsian and... Patsian and mihing. Ah, Patsian and mihing, right? So why did God, uh, why did Patian create Mihing? For this reason, look at this. He created you and me so we could have relationship with him like this. Hallelujah. Come everybody do this. Yes, that is the reason God created you and me. Amen. Amen. So now, look at this. 
We were created to have relationship with him like this, to walk with him like this, you know? To talk with him, to have little, suppose it's this God like this, to walk with him, come on. To I'm walk with him like this, you know? Don't get me wrong, all right? <laughs> so it's, to have relationship with him like this. Mm. But the pro there is one problem. From our forefather Adam, our relationship with God became broken like this. The, God, like this. But then our relationship with God became broken from Adam itself. Adam Yes, Jeremiah 2.13 says, My people have forsaken me. No, we left him. Yes. I'll count one, two, three, and please remove your left hand from your right hand, okay? One, two, three, I'll count. Uh, one, two, three. Alright? Okay. Now, what happens to your left hand? What happens to your left hand? It's alone. God was supposed to fill the emptiness in your life, but God is not there, so it's empty. Come on. Hallelujah. Yes. So God was supposed to fill this, but because of our sin, we left him. So what happened? We became empty. Our hearts, our lives became empty. Yes, this is the, you know, this is the condition of everyone among the Zomi people, the Mizo people, Americans, you know, Indians, Burmese, everyone, we are living with this empty life without God. Yes, this Nunrok. So, you know, if I pour out this water, it's full of water, right? If I pour this out, what will happen? Yes, it'll become empty, but not empty. It'll be empty of water. When, but as soon as water goes out, water will come in. Air goes in immediately. Yes. So, you know, because God was supposed to fill our lives, God is not there. We became empty. So, immediately, we try to fill our hearts with something else. We try to fill our lives with something. Yes, we try to fill with sex, maybe, you know, money, yes. drugs, booze, whatever. Yes, all sorts of things, you know, uh, food, especially in America, amen. America, <laughs> you know. Sports, good things also, like family, friendships, fame, popularity, you know, entertainment, K-pop, BTS, Blackpink, 
อ๋อเนี่ยยิ่งอ๋อเฮ้ยแต่อัศเตอร์เทมบอตะกีเอเวรีวันอินดิสเวิลด์อีสทรายท์ทูฟิลอาร์อาร์เฮาร์ทวิ
but that's not the main thing because you know among the zomis and the misos and you know Cezanne, everybody most of us i think most of us in the church have come back to jesus so many times amen <laughs> You know, before I told you that day in MCCF, before 2001, I had given my life to Jesus so many times, I was born again and again. See, the good is, if you give your life to Jesus today, God will write your name in the book of life, and when you die, you'll go to heaven. That's a good thing. Amen. But step number two is very important for Christians, especially. You know, if I'm only see, if I'm only born again, you know, if I don't continue, look at this. If he, if this man is going to fall, I cannot catch him. You know, it's not it's not firm. My grip is not firm. I'm not Spider-Man, so I cannot. Catch him, you know. Yes. So, so what is the second step? This is what people in the Christian culture miss. This is what we miss. The second step. The step step. Step one, come back to Jesus, be born again, right? Step number two is very important. Go deeper. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Go deeper. Go deeper. Deeper. Deeper and deeper. Like Paul, he said, you know, uh, Philippians 3, uh, 4 to uh, 10 onwards. Chapter three, verse uh, you know, chapter three, verse four to ten onwards. He says, you know, I want to know Christ and the power of His resurrection. He's pursuing Jesus. Already he knows Jesus, but he's pursuing. He's going deeper. He he. Paulu na Philippians ng chibang ma. Pachian sunga atukzo atukzo na katum nomzo amad toy na kakisin nomtanzo hichihi. Hallelujah. Amen. Now I did not know this, though I grew up in church, attended Sunday school, you know. A perfect attendance so many times nobody taught me this that I I would I should be born again after that continue to go deeper in him hallelujah Amen. but fortunately you know August 6th I gave my life to Jesus like this look here August 6th 2001 yeah August 6, 2001, you know, August 6, 7, 8, September, October. By October, September, October, Jesus had filled my life. Amen. August 2001, So this is what will happen if you go deeper. Number one, see, this is Paul talking here, you know. He says he's pursuing Jesus. Though he's the one who told us about Jesus, he met Jesus, he encountered him. Yet, towards the end of his life, he's still pursuing Jesus, going deeper and deeper. Amen. He 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 says it. Philippi alien tum anauli na a pacheni kamaruto 
Akison Polu Yala Asehi. Atuk Zoa, Amahiakna, Kanto Wun, Amai to Chemism Kanto Wun Chise, Asondahi. Amen. So now, this at least these two things will happen to you if you go deeper. These two things will happen to you. What are two things? Yeah, these two things will happen. All right, number one, there is if you go deeper, these things will happen. Number one, okay. God okay. will fill the emptiness in your life. And I'm telling what when God fills the emptiness in your soul, there is absolute pleasure. I'm telling you, hallelujah. I tried so many pleasures of the world, nothing compares to the time Jesus filled me. You know, you may say, well, I'm not empty. I tell you, just you wait, get yourself filled with God. You will see how empty you were. I did not know I was empty before. And then I went to Delhi, and I went to Chennai. Then I, for me, Aizol, Aizol became a village, you know. And, uh, old, I thought Aizol was great until I came to New York City in 2016. When I came to New York City, Aizol is like Bethlehem Bong. <laughs> So, you know, it's like that. I thought this was enjoyment. But 2001, the Lord filled me. You know, He filled me so much. I felt absolute pleasure. Psalm 16, 11 says, you know, eternal pleasures. Hallelujah. You will show me the path of life. Number one, if you come back to Jesus, if you go deeper, God will fill your empty life. Number two, this is what will happen. God will give you back everything you lost. Everything you left, you know. He'll give you back your job, your health, your friends. But the bad things he'll not give you, you know. Sex, drugs and all, he'll not give you those things. But he'll give you back those good things, he'll give you back everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. while I was trying to enjoy my life, I was diagnosed with an incurable heart disease which could not be cured by operation or by medicines. You know, there was a, a you know, um, this one conduction defect in my heart i was hospitalized two times i could not get healed you know then i got prayed by men of god then i thought i was healed but that sickness would come back but when i started going deeper god gave me back why i lost my health so, you know, in just two months, one, two months, my heart was perfectly healed. Hallelujah! 
Maybe you have been prayed for by evangelist pastors like me. They prayed for me. I wasn't getting healed. But when I got deeper, I got my healing. Maybe that's what you also need. Amen? Hallelujah. And God gave me back my intelligence. You know, I failed in my exams before, but God helped me in my final year MBBS medical exams. In, in my batch, 50 plus people gave exams. Only 12 people passed, and I was among one of them. Hallelujah. Oh, so much, so much, you know, joy, peace, which I never had. Hallelujah. I lost my old friends, including my girlfriend. <laughs> but God gave me back new friends. Hallelujah. Amen. Thankfully, no girlfriends. Amen. He gave me back my, you know, he gave me good friends and everything. Really. So, See, when I gave my life to Jesus, I was saved. But oh. when, I was, when I went deeper, the Lord filled me and gave me back everything I lost. Hallelujah! Amen. Amen. So I'm telling you, my friends, if you get born again today, I'll make a call. If you give your life to Jesus, your name will be written in heaven, and when you die, you'll go to heaven. See, if you, if you are born again, after you die, you'll go to heaven. But if you go deeper, you will enjoy heavenly life now itself. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Amen. The life of Jesus, you know, you will, I don't think you'll ever enjoy abundant life until you have joy and peace that comes from God. You know, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some people are rich and prosperous and worldly successful, but they don't have this joy and peace, you know? They don't have eternal security, they don't have abundant life. Amen? Amen. But we may not have money or worldly pleasures, so who cares? We have abundant life. Hallelujah! What are we looking for in money, sex, drugs, booze? Aren't we looking for pleasure? Aren't we looking for joy, right? 
Those things don't really give you true pleasure. Have Jesus first, and what things he, he thinks is necessary, he'll give you back everything. Hallelujah. Don't get me wrong, but I always wanted a motorbike, you know, this bike. You know, because if you have a bike, it's not America. America, everyone has cars. It's India, you know. So I wanted a motorbike. But I never got it because, you know, why I wanted a motorbike? I wanted that accessory, you know, there's an accessory. If you get one bike, you get two girls. That's what I say. motorcycles <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that. I never got it. Thank God, I never got it. But when I gave my life to Jesus, in just one week, I prayed that He gave me a motorbike. Hallelujah. But the accessory was different. It was not girls. It was pastors, elders of the church. Well. All right, uh, it's just a joke, actually. So, anyway, this thing, this is what God wants us to enjoy: deep relationship with Him. Hallelujah! Oh, shallow, born again life, but deep communion, fellowship with Him. Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! You know. Amen. Yes, so today I'm going to invite you for two things. Number one, to be saved, and after that, to go deeper. Hallelujah. Yes, I have a few more minutes, I guess. I don't know how much is my time, but let me tell you. Uh, I want to tell, I want to talk about two more things. Is it fine? All right, so now, see, I told you, you come to Jesus, you are saved, right? You go deeper, you are not only saved, but you enjoy the life of Jesus here, amen? But there are some people who are not even saved, who do not even have Jesus. You know, the first step also, they haven't done it. For those people, I want to tell you something. The churches need to be reminded of something called this one. You see? Wait just a sec. This one. There's something called hell. You know that? The church. Now please, I'm not trying to scare or manipulate you. It's the truth. You know, the government were warning us of COVID-19 or cancer or AIDS or something. It's not them trying to control us. They are just telling us the truth because they want our good, you know. It's out of love that we say, tell all these things. COVID-19 you know, the Bible talks about hell. 
you know, and it says hell is in the center of the earth. Okay, the location is in the center of the earth, but it's in the spiritual dimension. You won't get it by digging there, but that's the spiritual that's the spiritual location where hell is. And he talks about the rich man and Lazarus. Lazarus le sumhau patu toke sai hell se kison hi hell se se leitungi alai zang ato ato om dat kison hi. And you know this this is not a parable. This is a story Jesus talked about. You know, someone, there was one rich man. He was very rich. He was clothed in purple. And there was this poor man, Lazarus. He was so poor and the dogs used to come and lick his wounds and his sores. And he did not have any food to eat properly. But when they died, the rich man went to hell and the poor man went to heaven, to paradise. <laughs> Now, let me make it clear. The rich man did not go to hell because he was rich. It's not that. And the poor man did not go to heaven because he was poor. You know, your financial status is not a guarantee you'll go to heaven or hell. That's not it. Simply because he did not have Jesus. And this man had Jesus. That's it. And you know, he, he was in torment so much. He was so much in torment, uh, tormented and he was in flames. And from a distance, he saw Lazarus and he begged Father Abraham to send Lazarus and dip his finger in water and just, you know, drop a few drops on his tongue because he was burning so much. He was crying out for one drop of water and that was not, re- that was denied. Even that was denied. My friends, I want to tell you the truth about hell, okay? See, I'm not threatening anything, anyone or anybody, but this is the truth, it's in the Bible, Jesus talks about it. If, if you allow me, I'm going to talk about the experiences of, of the people I know personally in my ministry or something, you know, or famous people. I'm going to talk about their experiences about hell. Now, please let me say something beforehand, like a disclaimer. Let me say something. My ministry does not depend on someone's vision, you know? Like someone said, someone's prophecy, vision. If some man said this, this thing. No, no, we don't depend that. We do, on that, we depend only on the Bible. But if we are dependent on the Bible, if you are dependent on the Bible, we can use these visions and prophecies which, uh, you know, as an uh, add-on to the Bible, you know, just to make the Bible clear. That's what I'm going to do. I don't depend on visions and all. You know, it's like the Bible is like the main food, but you know, maybe you saw a vision dream out. That's like the side dish. Bible is the main thing. You know, don't depend on the like side dishes. Don't depend on the side dishes. Hey, Dana. Ah, I am poor. 
See, because you might be saying, you know, why is this preacher talking about visions and all? Because the Bible says, you know, in, in the end times, your young old men will see will dream dreams, young men will see visions. So that's what he's saying. And the whole book of Revelation is about visions. So, you know, it's biblical. Now, why am I saying all this? Because I'm going to talk about what people saw about hell. Mary K. Baxter, 1975, very famous book, A Divine Revelation of Hell. Check, how, check her out. Very dangerous. It was translated in Mizo also. And the latest one is Bill Wiss, 23 Minutes in Hell. Check this out. 23 Minutes in Hell. You know, Bill Wiss is there on YouTube. Please check him out, okay? It's very mm. good. He's a preacher. He, mm. he was taken 23 Minutes in Hell, it seems. That's what he says. He said, Bill Wiss, this one, minute could let him sing, hell goes on, attack me too. He says like this. He says, suddenly Jesus took, you know, he was put in hell. It was so hot, burning so much. He said, I'm going to die. He said, but he realized he only died and he could not, you know, he realized he, his spirit could not die anymore. You know, the people, yes. And he saw demons, huge demons like this, about, you know, 13 or 12 or 30 feet tall. And they saw him and threw him on the wall and all his bones were broken. He said, I'm going to die. He realized he could not die anymore. Yes. And so many things, you know. Now, please do not say that I preach visions, okay? I preach the Bible, but I'm just going to make the, the Bible clear through these people's teachings. Is that clear? Yeah. Because we had one, one lady who came to our ministry. The Lord Jesus took her to hell, it seems. She said, the Lord Jesus took her to hell. She went, so many people were burning, screaming, Lord, help me, please. Lord, give me another chance. And she saw her friend also in hell. Yes. And she saw her friend and her friend asked me, please help me. You know, with that friend, she had gone to the market before, but she died without having Jesus. And so she saw her in hell. She said, please help me. And she said, I tried to pull her, but our hands were just not touching. Her time was up this way. Mm. But whether we believe the visions or not doesn't matter, okay? It's in the Bible. Amen? And it seems, you know, these seven Colombian youths, seven of them from Colombia, Jesus took all of them together in hell at the same time. 
and they saw one man there. It's, it's just very heartbreaking, this vision. It seems, you know, that one man there was this man called Mark. He had been, you know, burning in hell for so many years. And when it seems, okay, this is what he said. When he saw Jesus, he fell at Jesus' feet and said, Jesus, please give me another chance. Just one more minute. Just one minute, send me back to earth. Send me back to my body. He said, and Jesus asked him back, he said, if I give you just one minute, what will you do in that one minute? And his answer was very heartbreaking. Yes, he answered, Lord, if I get one minute chance, you know what he said, I will repent and receive the salvation which you had, you had already given me. He missed it. See, so likely, right? Even maybe you don't believe the vision, but I'm sure that is what they're belonging for. To come back here and repent. Hallelujah! To have Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They miss their chance. You know, what's the use? Let me tell you, my friends, you may be the best student in your class, you know, or the most beautiful girl, the most handsome guy or something. You may be the richest person, a billionaire, you have, may have more money than Elon Musk or something. But if you go to hell, what's the use? Please don't get me wrong, okay? Because I'm a medical student. I want you all youngsters to have good degrees and, you know, to go higher there. But then if you don't put Jesus first, what's the point? You know, to study, 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 and then, you know, no time for Jesus. If you don't have Jesus, you'll go to hell. What's the point? They'll say, oh, they'll say, he's the most intelligent person that ever went to hell. You know, what's the point? Or she's the most beautiful girl who ever went to hell. <laughs> she had the most followers on Instagram. You know, what's the point? There's no point. Hmm. Why? Please be aware of this truth. You know, what? See, and the worst thing is, this is a, wait, there's, a, if you look at this picture, this, though this is just a painting, you know, it's very touching for me. You know, the worst thing is, they calculated it, they say every three seconds, three seconds, two people die somewhere on earth. Every three seconds. And of those people who die daily, they say 93% of people do not know Jesus. Yeah, 
That means it's sure crowded. You know, the traffic is really crowded here on the way to hell. There are some people who think, who say, you know, once you die, especially I think many adventures, I don't know, some other church, they think if you die, you'll not go to hell immediately. Your soul will sleep first. Then you'll rise up, then you'll go to hell. But even if you have the theology, it's the same thing because you go to hell anyway. Now or later, you don't have Jesus, you go to hell anyway. Without Jesus, it's hell anyway. So please, let's, you know, give your heart to Jesus. Amen? You people are so wise because you came to church. Hallelujah! You know, what's the use of getting your green card, citizenship, on your way to hell? No use, I'm telling you. But Jesus is right here, you know. If you give your heart to him, he'll come in immediately and give you eternal life. Amen? Jesus is Yes, now one last point. Can I make one last point? Now, I told, told, told you, if you give your life to Jesus, you are saved. But if you go deeper, you'll enjoy, you know, abundant life here. So how do we go deeper? That's my last point. Okay. I need one girl volunteer, please. One young lady. Any volunteer, please. Anyone, anyone, anyone. Yeah, please come. Thank you so much. This is just, this just for, um, this is just example, because it's not a prophecy or anything. Okay. Mm. Supposing, uh, sister, what's your name? Adimsan. Dimsan, okay. This is Zira and this is Dimsan. And example, supposing they're getting married, okay? Don't worry, it's just an example. It'll never happen. It's not a prophecy. Amen. Yeah, so they just got married. All right. And so this is their picture. All right. This is my third one. Okay. How to go deeper. This is the picture. This is Zira and Dimsa. And everyone's very happy because they got married. So people from all over, you know, they come from New York, they come from, you know, Chicago, and every other place they come from, you know, uh, all the other places, and to attend their wedding. And there's a huge feast, and everyone's very happy. And so, so ah. the night of their wedding, Zira takes Dim Sang home. Ah. Okay. And he says, he says, on the night of the wedding, everyone's gone, and so he tells his wife, this one, new wife, he tells her this. See, this is how we'll go deeper, okay? Don't say, why is he doing all this drama thing? Alright, and he says so, he, he says, oh baby, I love you so much, I've been waiting, you know, I've been waiting for you for, well, 49 years, and you know, uh, finally, we are married, I'm so happy, he says. 
ตุ้ยเล่กัดลุงกิมเจ้าฮิจังนางเจตาละเกยงเจตองจิตตาจิเล่ Yes, because you know, marriage is not some event. It's a lifestyle. It's a relationship. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Like that, you know. This is supposing in the same way. This is Jesus, and this is us. When put a hand. When you give your life to Jesus, now only excuse me. Only one time, they'll hold hands. Okay. All right. Only one time. So when you give your life to Jesus, you are married to Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. He's very happy, so I don't <laughs> he doesn't get these chances, you know. So <laughs> All right. when you give your life to Jesus, when you say yes to Jesus, you are married to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, but many are like this, you know. Oh, Jesus, I'm married to you. I'm so happy. Now I'm your wife. I'm coming to your home when I die, you know. So I can go home and she, she goes to Maryland. Many are like that. Hallelujah. So what should we do, you know? Marriage is not one event. Actually, it's a lifetime. Amen? To enjoy the married life, what do they have to do? They have to continue building that relationship. Hallelujah! So how will they continue to build that relationship? Very simple, you know? They will communicate, talk to each other. Hallelujah! Yes, just look at this. You see, the lady will talk to the gentleman, you know, the wife will talk to her husband. So, number one, this is what we should do. Now we're married to Jesus. Number one, talk to Jesus every day. How do you talk to Jesus? Prayer. Hallelujah. Number one, see, let's talk to Jesus. All right. And he has also to talk to you. Let Jesus talk to you every day. How will Jesus talk to you every day? Reading ah. the Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, you may say, oh, what is this basic stuff you're giving? No, this is needed by all people like Paul needs it. You know, Billy Graham. Everybody needs this. Prayer, reading the Bible every day, spiritual food. Talk to Jesus. Amen. Yes. The third point. Can you just come here? So the, and just point to him. Just point your finger to him. And she goes and talks to his 
to her new husband, to her friends, okay? About her new husband. You know, my husband is so handsome. He's just like Jungkook, you know? He looks so, so he's so handsome, so happy, he's so manly, so gentleman. So he talks about him and, and he hears it and he's so happy. Oh, he says, he sends a text message. Oh, wife, please continue to talk about me, you know? Tell me the roses I bought you last night, you know, the massage I gave you and the place I took. So he sends her the text. He's very happy that his new wife is praising him. This is the third secret I'm telling you. Talk to others about Jesus every day. Hallelujah! When you talk to others about Jesus, just do like this, sister. When you talk to others about Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus will flow through your spirit. You know? Yes? Because the Holy Spirit is given so that we can witness Jesus. So His Spirit will flow through you, and that flow of the Spirit will charge your spirit, will feed you. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, when water flows through a pipe, when water flows through a hose, a pipe, it water the garden plants, but the water, it's, the pipe itself gets wet. So when you talk about Jesus, they are blessed, but you are more blessed. Amen? So, how do you do this in fellowship, in churches, family prayers? Make sure you talk about Jesus. I'm telling you, this is one secret the Lord taught me. Amen? Yes. So how will you do it? You know, come to fellowships, make it in a, in a county, make a fellowship, or while you're doing a sushi roll and all, you know, form a sushi fellowship, whatever, and talk about Jesus, go to breaks, and you know, while you're doing your plumbing and all. Really, this is very good fellowship. Please get connected to the church regularly. It is not for the church, it's for you, I'm telling you. And the last point, the last point is this. The last point, this sister was married to someone called Lucifer, okay? She was married to me, just come. I'm Lucifer, she was married to Lucifer like this, and Lucifer was oppressing her, and she did not know it. She was trying, she thought she was enjoying her life, while all the while Lucifer was controlling her. See, before Jesus, this is your condition. He was controlling us. We did not know it. You said, it's my life, man. I'm enjoying my life. Yes, he says, very good, very good. Keep enjoying. He's controlling you. Now, when you came to Jesus, now Jesus set you free. Ah, you see, look here. Jesus set you free from Lucifer. All right? And now he, but he doesn't oppress you. Now he's like a gentleman. He's holding your hand like this. Real gentleman. All right? That's Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 
But you know, now they are married, and Lucifer is still tempting, tempting his ex-wife. All right, he said, "Darling, I miss you. Please come back to me. I'll give you this chocolate, this money." Tempting her. Now, just take, just take this. If if she takes it, he will not be happy. Amen. But if she says no, say no. Just say no. If she says no. He'll be very happy. Alright. Amen. The fourth point is say no to sin every day. Hallelujah. No to sin. Like they said, no to drugs. Say no to sin every day. She's touching it and saying no, you know, like many Christians. <laughs> just like many Christians. You know, just, just pulling it and saying, no, I don't want it yet. No, <laughs> So I'm telling, see, if, you, if she says yes, just take this. You know, Jesus will not divorce you, but he'll not be happy. You understand? He'll never leave you, but he'll not be very happy. Hey. But if you say no, you'll be more intimate with him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. These are the four steps I'm closing with. These four steps I'm closing with. I'm closing with these four steps. Okay. Yes. I told you. Say. Uh, Talk to Jesus every day, prayer. Amen? Prayer is more important than your breakfast, lunch, dinner. I'm telling you, very, very important. When you pray, you charge yourself. It's like mobile phone, you know? When you're putting your charger, like that. You may, this may be the best mobile phone, iPhone 14 Pro Max, gold plated, platinum, line, pearl studded, whatever. But if you don't charge it, you'll die. Like that. If you don't pray, our spirit becomes very weak. Amen. And let Jesus talk to you every day, reading the Bible. Talk to others about Jesus every day, fellowship. Say no to sin every day. Using these four steps, if you do it daily, I can give you in writing. You will go deeper in the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, it's like Zira is asking me, you know, he's asking me, please, uh, can you please tell me how to, you know, how to get my muscles? I'm supposing one, one man, is, one brother is asking me, you know, how will I build my body? I want to have six pack. Right now I have this old pack. I want a six pack. You know, I want big muscles. Please tell me, he asked me. Muscle so I tell him very simple, follow four steps. Get up in the morning, go to a gym, fitness center, work with these dumbbells, and eat proper food. That's what I say. Four steps. 
tabang ngen thong ahi le number khat abang hi tuim thau par tu exercise vote tu anjong net tu chitapor mudang kham tu chitapor mo so the next day he gets up in the morning goes to gym and works with dumbbells and he eats properly the next day will he have muscles no not yet he he the same ni jing sang thau par tu gym pai tu ke mai tu ta chang anjong net tu he a jing chang a muscle lien pai yim not yet He'll have all these sores, you know, first. But then he'll hurt all over. But then after two months, not just two months, even three weeks also. Three weeks, one month, two months, he'll start having those muscles. So these four steps, I'm telling you, you practice this every day. In one month, two months, like I told you, April, you know, August, I gave my life to Jesus. You'll go deeper and deeper and deeper. And when you pray, pray till you get a breakthrough. Pray for a long time. Hallelujah. Amen. We call this the basic four, okay? Breakthrough four. Say, come on, repeat after me. Prayer. Prayer. Reading Bible. Fellowship, saying no to sin. Yeah, these four steps will help you. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, thank you guys. A big hand for these guys. This is the last time they meet each other. Don't worry, okay? This is their last time together on earth. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'll, I'll wind up with this. What did we learn today? I'll wind up close with this. What did we learn today? Okay. But I'm going to make this call. Please don't leave, okay? I'm just going to make this call. I'm going to make this altar call. Altar call, what do Yes. If, see, we are created to have relationship with God. But we left him. Our lives became empty. We filled ourselves with stuff that is not God. So how do you, so what to do? Leave all these things, come back to Jesus, be born again, and go deeper. Hallelujah. If you are not born again, if you don't have received Jesus, we'll go to hell. That's the truth. But the good news is Jesus died for you on the cross with his blood. He washed away your sins. Receive him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And after that, please go deeper every day before, you know, prayer in the Bible, fellowship, saying no to sin, maybe fast every week if you can do. Just pursue him. Pursue him. He'll go deeper. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, praise the Lord. More teachings are there on our channel. If you want, you can, you know, in your channel. So, all right. So I'm going to uh, close this time. I give all glory to God. Amen. Amen. So I'll just request my worship leader Zira to come and you know play the guitar and the worship team also if you can or just one to you know the keyboard is enough Zira because I want to make this call yeah Zira just come with your guitar and maybe a keyboardist or something
อ่าเราสู้ในทุกงานนี้ทุกบาวเวิร์ดเยสนาวอีฟยูวอนท์ทูเมคจีเอสยูร์โลดเอนด์เซเวียร์ทูไนท์อ่าอยู่โน่ท
help us. Please come forward, all those people who need healing. Me and the pastor will lay hands on you quickly. Ong pai ta wun de mo ta mai pai ta wun na kut ka kut kong na tui tu kong ngai sa tui. We believe you'll be healed. Dam tu ni hi. All of you together. So how ding ta wun? At the same time, please come because there's no time. We have to rush. I have to go for the next service. Pai ta wun pai ta wun na kut om na mo hi. And if the pastors and the elders, if you can help me, please. Sa ta le u lian u pa te o na hu ta wun. Yes. Please lay hands. Anyone you know who is a minister from Bol to anyone, if anyone's a minister, can you please call us? I would love to pray for everybody, but I have no time. Yes, yes, please. Yes, all these people. Yes, God is right here. Amen. Jesus is there. When we are gathered in His name, He's there. Alright. So. Wherever the sickness is, just touch it, or if you cannot touch it, lay hands on your own heart or something, you know, on your chest. Don't worry, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm not going to leave you alone. Yes. Now I'm going to pray this. Let me pray. Father, in Jesus' name, release your healing. Jesus, we pray that you don't leave us alone. Hallelujah! Release your healing. I command all sickness. Get out in Jesus' name. Don't worry, tell me, tell me, tell me, Jesus, that you don't leave us alone. Fill them afresh with your spirit and heal them. ดำน้ำตายสวดตาน้ำตาเฮนรีลิสเยอร์ฮิลลิ่งดาวน์เชียร์เซนยิสุเลมาเฮนดำตาเฮนรีลิสเยอร์ฮิลลิ่งเชีย
Bye. 